The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yes, hello to every single mom out there and a couple of dads and kids and pets, all of that. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom. Yeah, I can't even say the name of the show. It's one of those days, people. It's Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value, because you do have amazing value as you raise up the next generation in this world. Speaking of amazing, what if there were specific tips about how to raise amazing kids? What if you could get your children or grandchildren to do the dishes without being asked? What? Having helpful, obedient children who actually love you and like their siblings is an actual possibility. Today on the show, we have amazing boy mom, Monica Swanson, to offer up easy-to-use advice from her book, Raising Amazing, bringing up kids who love God, like their family, and do the dishes without being asked. So many good parenting tips for you coming up on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.org. Do you know someone feeling scared as they face an unintended pregnancy? For 40 years, the Compassionate Care Team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice, letting them know they're not alone. We offer advocacy, resources, and mentoring to bring them beyond their fearful situation to a hopeful path forward. Your generous support of Alternatives helps change lives with a one-time donation or monthly sponsorship, providing counseling, medical care, and education. Give today at You Have alternatives.org channel mom with jenny dean schmidt yes here i am and i do hope you'll check out the folks at alternatives pregnancy center or direct somebody to them that might need their help they can be found at you have alternatives.org you have alternatives.org all kinds of laws being proposed across the country that you would be shocked by to take down folks like the folks at youhavealternatives.org. So please go check them out. And a couple of other quick items of business before I get to our guest. Um, I've got something special coming up. For those of you who love The Minimal Mom on YouTube, who gives us all kinds of fabulous tips for saving money, for decluttering, getting rid of our stuff, for being set free as we organize our homes, she is going to do a special Facebook live with me on Valentine's Day. I'm pretty sure it's Valentine's Day. I hope I have that right. It's Dawn Madsen with me, Channel Mom, at Channel Mom on Facebook, at Channel Mom on Facebook. And I think she's also going to share it on her Minimal Mom Stuff 
as well. Um, but check it out because she's also going to give away a couple of free books for 15 minutes to declutter your home every day and um, a faith-based version of decluttering your home as well. So, man, I hope you'll tune into Facebook. This Just keep, you know, looking at it uh, at Channel Mom on Facebook, and we'll let you know exactly when it's happening on Valentine's Day. I think that's what's in next. I should know that. I just had too busy of a day. Oh, my goodness. All right. Also, just a reminder, we are trying to grow our podcast. I got a little alert that we're in the top 10% of podcasts nationwide, which shocks me because we don't have, like, the biggest numbers ever, but that's because the top one percenters have millions and, and it's hard to keep up with them. But we'd love it if you tell moms who need encouragement and advice and help and support about our podcast. They can find us at Channel Mom on all the podcast platforms as well. I think those are all the things that I wanted to tell you about. I do want to welcome our guest. She is a doll and um, I, she's been on the show before. Her name is Monica Swanson. She's a popular blogger. If you have boys in your household and you're a mom of boys, you probably have heard of her. She can be found at monicaswanson.com. She's a host of the Boy Mom podcast and author of Boy Mom and now Raising Amazing. That's her new book. The full title is Raising Amazing, Bringing Up Kids who love God, like their family, hmm, and do the dishes without being asked. I mean, what mom doesn't want that? Welcome to Channel Mom, Monica. Uh, thank you so much. Great to be back with you. Yes, we're glad to have you. Um, I've been dealing, as I just told you off air, with dog trauma today. Mm-hmm. So I'm. This is why I. <laughs> this is why I'm not remembering things properly. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I will go back to uh, check that that thing I was trying to advertise uh, as you and I are speaking. But I I, I do want to just kick off the interview. It, it's a beautiful book. You've written it with with understanding and grace and encouragement for, for any mom out there who's struggling with how do I bring my kids up to be even kind of amazing? How, how do I get them to, to love our family and be a part of our family? How do I get them to even be interested in God? How do I get them to do any kind of chore without being asked? And, and you've got the advice, which we're going to get to. But first, you kind of set up your readers and today the listeners w- with three important things to note. So, so can you tell us about that? Absolutely, yes. I wanted to kick off the book with just addressing three things that I already know are coming to people's mind, especially when they hear the word amazing. And people are like, wait a minute, aren't we all just trying to get through the day? Is amazing a bit over the top? But I remind people that the definition of amazing is actually a pleasant surprise or something that causes wonder. And I love that because I I think as believers, our heart is to raise up kids who are a a bright light in this dark world. And I also like to remind people that every child is amazing because they were created in the image of our most amazing God. So really raising amazing is just raising the amazing creatures God has gifted us with. And it is a great privilege and responsibility. And so amazing is uh, maybe a little less intimidating than people want to believe. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yes, um, that's the one note. The second note I like to address is for those who might see it and think, oh, amazing, as in fame and fortune amazing. This means worldly greatness. I like to say no and yes. Um, no, in that that's not the heart of the book. The heart of the book is character, faith, and strong family relationships. But there's no doubt 
that a child who grows up with great character, with great faith, who has wisdom from God's Word, they're a lot more likely to find success in things of this world as well. So my third son is a professional surfer. Um, I've got two boys who've gotten college scholarships. We are not shying away from saying go for big things in this world, Mm -hmm. but really that's not the heart of the book, and it shouldn't be the heart of our parenting either, but sometimes it's a byproduct. Yeah, And And, and amen to that, by the way, because I do think our celebrity-focused culture and and our our rich and famous lifestyle focus can sometimes Mm -hmm. be dangerous and damaging and not honoring of God. So I'm I'm glad you discerned. uh, So I appreciate that. Yes, but we also need people who are in the spotlight who can point to God and and talk about Mm -hmm. Him in that platform they've been given. And then the last note I make is about my not perfect family, just as I want everyone to know that we are human. We've walked through hard times. We are continuing to walk through hard times. Um, My heart here is to cheer on families to say there is so much God can do through you, mom and dad. Do not shy away from your uh, opportunity and responsibility to raise up kids uh, the best you can. Mm -hmm. And then as we know, they have a free will, and ultimately it's going to be between them and God, the choices they make. But if you do everything you can, you can sleep soundly at night knowing that you have fulfilled your responsibility, not perfectly, but with the best intentions. Mm -hmm. So that's the heart of the book. Yes, yes. And and it's a worthwhile book, and you're going to give some fantastic tips coming up. I do want to clarify, I was saying that we have this little YouTube event with the minimal mom. Um, you should check this out, Monica. She's fantastic. Yes, I will. Can't wait. I need this. <laughs> yes. And she's so good. It's so quick and so easy the way that she directs for decluttering and, and how to save money and so on. So it's at noon, it. noon uh, mountain time, 1 p.m. central time. I don't know what time in Hawaii, Monica, where yeah, you live. It'll be early. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, that's going to be noon mountain time on Valentine's Day. So a little Valentine's Yay. present for everybody. All right. So I like to do something called the show setup soundbite. And Ooh. you write reference in your book something I was going through the various Dr. Rick commercials today oh. and, 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 and I've seen them on air and I always make my husband rewind because I want to watch them over and, and I am not here to, to advertise for Progressive today. They have not paid us. I wish they would. But um, I do want to reference the Dr. Rick commercials because of a point you Yay. make in your book. So here we yes. go. Hi, Dr. Rick. It's Julie. Just leaving you a voicemail. My number is 618-437-7425. Okay. It's Can anyone tell me what Julie did wrong there? You got to repeat the number. I mean, no one's ever going to get it the first time. Nope. Didn't leave a last name. No, the, the phone tells you who called. <laughs> <It's> just, he's, <laughs> he's just so, like, put out by these people. The tagline oh, yeah. tag of those commercials, most people are probably familiar with them, is progressive, and I'm not advertising for them, but progressive can't save you from becoming your parents. Mm-hmm. And, and you reference that commercial in your book yes. because you say, you know, we may think it's, it's what we say or pray over our children that matters most, but you say, honestly, it's what we model as parents mm. because they are going to become like us. So, yes. so give that bit of advice to start us Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Yes. Chapter three, I titled Parentamorphosis, and that was with a nod to Dr. Rick, who calls himself a parental life coach. Yeah. And I just love it because, and we all love it because we know it's true. I mean, we've find ourselves saying things and doing things that go way back to our own childhood and things our parents did. And we're like, when did I become my mother? Or when yes, did I become yes. my father? And so this is just a reminder to parents that that as important it is that we teach our kids all the things, that we set the boundaries, that we guide them in the right way. 
really, they're watching. They're taking notes even that they don't know they're taking. And so let's live amazing lives in front of them. Let's live the kind of lives that they will want to grow up and model after. And even if they don't want to, you're going to rub off on them in ways they don't even know is happening right now. So it's all about modeling, and, and this is a thread throughout everything I do, really. But um, research has proven kids are most likely um, to be to model after their own parents when they grow up. It's so true. And, and here's a free tip from me. If you don't want your kids to see your worst stuff, first of all, mm. save your cursing for elsewhere if you're going to curse. Mm-hmm. But sec- mm-hmm. second, don't do it in front of your kids. But second of all, when my kids were little, I used to think, oh my goodness, I'm going to blow. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to have a temper outburst. So I would go hide myself in my prayer closet, what is what, what I affectionately called it back then, and just have my fit in there so that my kids didn't watch it. So I wasn't modeling bad temper for them. They would be on the outside knocking (laughs) and saying, mommy, (laughs) let me in, let me in. But at least I didn't have to let them see my bad moments in that, in that. Now it doesn't mean they never saw a bad moment, but it was a way to get away and pray and not have an outburst in front of my children so that's my free tip for modeling in front of your children thank you so much um and you you do have a quote where you say i'll i remember that my job is not so much to tell my children how they should Mm -hmm. behave but to show them Mm -hmm. to the best of my abilities what a good life really looks like all right one of the things that your book title promises um i'm trying to go to the actual book title hold on a second i gotta (laughs) change my computer um well Yes, here we go. Raising Amazing. I'm I'm having to do stuff digitally. That's why I can't just pick up the book. Raising Amazing, bringing up kids who love God, like their family, (laughs) and do the dishes without being asked. Now, moms of teenagers out there or grandmothers of teenagers probably sometimes think they don't like us. But you Mm -hmm. have three tips Mm -hmm. about how a family can stay close and, Mm -hmm. and how you can get your kids to be a part of a family that they like. So can you talk about those three things that start with decide it? Yes. I And I'm flipping in my own book, so I make sure that I'm saying the right thing okay. so, to decide it. Yes. Well, first of all, we need to decide and be intentional. And really, intentionality is is the key to so much of this. And, and again, none of us are going to get it perfect. However, if we decide that we want our kids to be close, if we decide we want them to build relationships that will last a lifetime, then we're going to be much more intentional. It's going to be on our radar. Um, next, and I'm probably not going in order here, but expect we want... It. Expect yes, it. Yes, so our expectation, I think sometimes we'll say something, but then we live as though that isn't going to happen. We yeah. just assume they're going to be like everyone. They're going to fight and bicker, and they're not going to um, be close. So we're almost speaking death into that relationship where we want to expect it. So speak expectantly and then talk about it. Talk to the kids. I mean, I, I call it, you know, light, lightly brainwashing. Tell them, aren't you so blessed that you have siblings? You've got a built-in best friend for life. And yeah, right now you might bicker and argue, but let's decide and talk about the fact that we have each other for a lifetime. And so really speaking life into those relationships and acknowledging that it's never going to be easy. It's not going to be perfect. But even in their conflict, our kids are learning conflict resolution skills that will last them a lifetime that will spill over into other relationships. And so once you normalize that and know that some conflict is okay, then you can still work expectantly into a future where you're all 
good friends for a lifetime, you can hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amen, amen. And and yes, so far so good for my family, but it doesn't mean it's been perfect. But my good. kids do lean into each other, and I'm so yeah. grateful for that because yeah. we told our daughter, you've got to protect her because she has a big brother who's mm-hmm. m- big and muscular. And, yep. um, and, and by the same token, we... <laughs> He sees her as his own personal servant, but but he values her for that reason because she cooks for him and cleans for him and all kinds of things. But they value each other, which is nice. Um, All right. So you do talk about how we can live. I want to get to a couple things. How we can live as an all-in parent. Mm, What does that mean? Yeah. An all-in parent is is really just an, an attitude of our heart. I know we are all busy. So many parents are working multiple jobs sometimes, involved in ministry. We are juggling a lot. But I think that our kids can really see and sense when our heart is really invested in them fully. And that means we're not looking, and unfortunately, our culture often sees kids as a burden. And we talk about them and make jokes about them as if they're just, you know, big pain in the butt. And so seeing our kids as the gift that they are, recognizing how limited time is, and that we just have this short window, really, in the big picture, it's a short window to pour into them, and then being fully committed. And, And that doesn't mean we're neglecting other areas of our life, or we're not taking care of ourselves or our job our marriages, it means having a heart that is fully committed to the very best for our kids. And sometimes that means saying some hard no's as we get to in another chapter of the book. Sometimes it means, you know, doing some tough work as a parent, but it means showing up every day, communicating to them that I am there for you, I love you unconditionally, and I am going to do whatever I can to help you grow up the best you can. Yeah. And and you know what, Monica, I want to encourage parents and grandparents listening today, because Mm -hmm. I do think we have a culture that is annoyed now and Mm -hmm. burdened now by the concept of having to sacrifice time and effort and money for children. Yes. Um, yes. The, the, the abortion, abortion rights activists use mm-hmm. those arguments um, to, to tell women that, that, you know, raising children isn't always so desirable. Um, mm-hmm. we, we use it. I, I, there's now a pregnancy ad on or a pregnancy test ad on, on TV where the woman is praying that, that she's not pregnant. And, and then there, there's sort of there's this rejoicing that she's not pregnant. And, and, mm-hmm. and again, I, I understand that the pregnancy can be complicated and mm-hmm. and that kids can be hard. I get both of those things. But I do think we have kind of an anti-motherhood, anti anti-child yeah. culture right now. And I just want to say, sure. man, you should be walking the red carpet of life as you raise up babies because you are, are forming our future. And it is a deeply important job. And you are doing deeply important work. And as a committed parent, you're changing the world. So that's just my little commercial for parenthood Absolutely. there. So, um, yes. All right. So then you talk about you, you want people to get a concept of kind of getting excited about their children's futures. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and you say the, there's a powerful way to uh, inspire children to be amazing. And you talk about intense intentional trajectory, helping them to dream, helping them to have a vision. So can you explain to people how that works? Yes, for sure. Well, I think, again, in in the reality that life is busy, Sometimes we are, you know, we make all the, all the plans for our work, we set goals, we have um, meal plans and vacation plans and financial plans, but we kind of forget that our family needs a plan too. And our kids are looking to us to tell them what it is. And they may not be able to articulate that when they're young, but the more we can sit down, just, you know, it, it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but kind of formulate maybe as parents or as a single parent, who do I want our family to be? Where do I want us to go? What does this look like? If kids are old enough to join you, you can gather around and say, hey, let's, let's 
get on paper what are our family values? What do we want to be about? What is our culture? Or in today's culture, we say, what is our brand? You know, who yeah. are we and where are we going? And the more we communicate that to our kids, it gives them that sense of belonging. Kids by nature want to belong and and that's why if they don't feel that at home they're more likely to go out into their world and find somewhere to fit in somewhere to belong so if you can give them that at home and speak positively and say hey it's not going to be easy but we can do this together they're going to be a lot more likely to keep coming back home and looking to you to give them the direction they need which you may not know completely but if you have God then he knows and you can just keep pointing them to him yeah and pray it over your children I you know Mm -hmm. I I did talk about my children's future and, and what they thought God wanted them to do when they grew up. And then I would pray that over them. And, yes. and so they heard it every night almost, you know, yep. so, mm-hmm. so it's very important. All right, let's get to know. You say in the book, a child who doesn't hear no enough mm. or isn't required to submit to a no at home is being yeah. set up for a shaky walk with God mm. when they're released from the authority of their parents. Ooh, I think Noah. I mean, even me, who considers myself a, a godly mom who, who who wants to lead lead other moms in the right way and and impose discipline on my children. My kids are adults now. I still would like to impose discipline on them. But, um, <laughs> I know I didn't say no enough. So yeah. so can encourage a mom today about why uh, she needs to say no. Yes. Oh, I am such a yes loving mom, and fortunately, I'm married to a, a no guy. Yeah. <laughs> so it helps yeah same. Me same. Out. But but my kids have actually taught me now that I too have three legal adults somehow. Um, my eighteen year old has told me what he's seen in his own friendships and and the moms who say yes to everything, who just want to be their kid's friend, and he's watched those kids grow up not really respecting their moms, um, just really kind of resenting them. And, and he has watched how it's played out, and it is not good. And he says, Mom, saying no is really how you show love. When you know something's not good for them, saying no is actually the most loving thing. So he's inspired me and encouraged me to stick with this. But no doubt, kids don't know what's best. They don't know right from wrong. They're looking to us. And if we don't have a firm backbone, if we don't say no and stick with it, then we're just confusing them. And so the most loving thing sometimes, I mean, there's a time to say yes, absolutely. God gives us a lot of yeses, but there's also a time to say no. And it's so important that kids are trained to respond to that no. And I believe that they're going to grow up to respond to God a lot like they respond to if their little hearts are trained to obey out of a trust relationship, then I think it's going to set them up for a lot healthier walk with God. Amen. Amen. So we, we haven't touched a lot on faith. We only have about three minutes left. Mm. So, and I want to tell people also how to find your book um, with, an, with a forward by Corey Robertson of Duck Dynasty as yeah. well. So that's so fun. Um, so all right. Fun. So in the last three minutes, what do you want to leave with the listeners today, with our precious moms, who, what they, that they haven't heard yet from the book? What, what is a lesson you want to leave them with? And maybe it's about faith because because we haven't absolutely okay. yes well that there's a whole lot of things we can focus on as parents but there is nothing more important and you'll find this woven throughout every chapter than pointing your kids to the god who will always be there for them who will lead them faithfully we're never going to be perfect our mm-hmm. kids won't ever be perfect but god is perfect and so in every chapter, I continue to point people back to the fact that the greatest thing you can do to raise an amazing child is point them to an, our amazing God. And so let that be um, not, not a 
time of devotions, not just showing up at church, but a Deuteronomy chapter 6 and chapter 11 kind of thing where you talk about him as you rise up, as you walk along the street, and when you lie down, because he is the most amazing one. So that's the best advice I've got for parents. Amen. It is. It is. I, I wrote a book called Mom, You're Amazing. Interestingly, ah. we both have amazing in the title. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. And in, and in the book, um, the, one of the mom's lessons is, I, I give lessons from eight moms, you know, their best mothering lesson and their best mothering secret. And one of the moms says, the best thing you can do for your child, if you do nothing else, if you never wash their hands, if you, if you never serve them healthy meals, raise, <laughs> disciple your children, disciple yeah. them to know the yeah. God who loves them, that, that Jesus died to save them forever. It, it gives them a peace and a, and a hope and, and a concept yeah. of forgiveness and grace that they'll carry forward through in their life. So, so I love yeah. that that is your last best advice. All right. Mm-hmm. So in the last minute or so, can you tell people how to find you? And again, everybody, the, the name of the book is Raising Amazing, Bringing Up Kids Who Love God, Like Their Family, and Do the Dishes Without Being Asked. Oh, very quickly, 30 seconds. How do we get kids who will do the dishes without being asked? <laughs> oh, you've got to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, certainly it is a, a lifetime of shaping and molding, um, beginning with their hearts, but also some good discipline in there, some chores, some consequences. Yeah. But again, you're going to find more there. Um, yeah. But you can you can find me. My home base website is monicaswanson.com. You'll find links to everything there. And my podcast is actually in the new year um, changed from being the Boy Mom Podcast to the Monica Swanson podcast. So we get to talk to the girl moms and the moms and dads out there. So um, I also love to hang out on Instagram. If you're on the gram, find me at Monica Swanson underscore. Be sure to say hi and tell me where you found me. Awesome. This is my shameless plug. But if you ever want to talk to me about the eight mothering secrets shared in Mom, You're Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love absolutely. To be, I Let's love, do it. Yes, I'd love to be on your podcast. You that are blessed enough fun. to have four beautiful boys, a wonderful husband, and live in Hawaii. Um, <laughs> so bless you, my friend. Thank you for writing Raising Amazing. Thank you so much. Aloha. Aloha. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. This is the time in the show that I remind you that you are amazing and that you can raise amazing children. And I know you're dedicated. I know you sacrifice. I know you're tired. I know you feel unthanked and unappreciated. But I'm here to say thank you for all the work you do. Jim has a wife who's a mom who works hard. I know there are a lot of you out there that work so hard to be good moms. Thank you for what you do. Remember to check us out at channelmom.org, all the things we can do for you as a mom and others as well. Um, You can also donate, pray for us, channelmom.org, and check out the podcast at Channel Mom, anywhere you find your podcast. God bless you guys. Have a beautiful weekend and have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Remember to go to Facebook at Channel Mom. If Channel Mom radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. 
We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.